You can call me a curmudgeon if you like, and many do. It's sure to become an Olympic sport in the next five years or so. But I wasn't really overly excited when AEW announced All In at Wembley Stadium. I mean, I, th I thought it was a bold move. I think I wrote an article suggesting whether or not they would sell that large venue out. And they did, and fantastically done. But I didn't get excited by it. I didn't think this is something in a lifetime for me. I, didn't, I, you know, I tend to go and watch smaller wrestling promotions. And I haven't watched AEW for a while, not since I um, stopped doing the uh, Elevation and Dark matches and, and, and reviewing them for SNME, marvellous Sunday night's main event, and moved over to uh, NXT. So I didn't get all that excited and I didn't do the waiting by the phone or waiting by the computer these days, that computer thing, the World Wide Web thing to get tickets and I didn't do the thing of, you know, finding somewhere to stay perhaps or traveling down and all of that and standing in queues and what I did, or actually um, sitting miles from, the, from the, the ring and having to watch it on a large screen. What I did was watch it on a large screen at home on the pay-per-view and um, I did that this morning. I chose to spend the day yesterday with my wife and that was an excellent move. And this morning I watched a little bit of it. I'm going to give you bits and bobs of what I think. And the great thing here is, and I'm not denigrating people who went. It's fantastic that they went and they were so energised and that was brilliant. And it's probably one of those things that you'll never do again, or, or, or although you may do it next year because it's coming back, isn't it? But, you know, you might think, I had to be there. It's really important. I've never been one of those people. You, I had to be there. Live Aid, you've got to be there. And I could have been, because I'm old enough. You've got to be there at Live Aid. Have you? You know, 100 things you should do before you die. Come to an accommodation with yourself. It's probably at the top of the list. But things like jumping out of an aeroplane and crossing the Zambezi River are not the kind of things that I know. Do you know? Books you should read before you die. Who says? I'm not into that. You have to be there. You really do. But people who do is, that's great. However, I'm in a strange position here in that I can feel quite dispassionate about the matches. I hadn't even taken too much notice of what was on the card. I knew what was on the card, but I hadn't really got excited about it or anything, I, I, I'm watching a lot of other wrestling at the moment, as you know if you listen to this here podcast. So I'm in a, a strange position of being able to be fairly dispassionate about the matches, and um, the first match seemed a bit, it seemed to have extra sauce. Now, one can say that because there's an industry in wrestling around CM Punk, and you know, he, he got into a physical altercation with Jungle Boy Jack Perry before he came through the curtain. That's the rumour. <laughs> That's the rumour after this one. And I understand that there's a big, you know, there's a big rumour mill around it and it helps. And sometimes it hinders promotions, but this helps to sell tickets, doesn't it? And it helps CM Punk and it helps with the business of wrestling. But there, and, and the thing is, either there is enmity here, and it's reported there is, between Punk and Samoa Joe, 
his opponent here or they're playing it and if they were that's great as well so I quite like the sign as um as CM Punk because of course he's called the best in the world of course himself the best in the world isn't he someone held up a sign saying the best in the best in the world at being a bitch I don't know about that but it's interesting and as Nigel McGuinness on commentary great to hear him again um commented people are generally favouring Samoa Joe, who looked outraged when Punk slapped him early on, or chopped him early on. He then hit a headlock and it wasn't really worked. Um, Joe lifted him and hit a back suplex. Punk held on to it, actually, after briefly letting go. Just, just, just put it on again. That's it, yeah. Uh, there was a very nice moment when um, Punk was spiked Joe on his head from a hurricane rana off the top. He was delighted. And then um, he jumped over the top. And because, of course, Samoa Joe was on the outside by then, jumped over the top. Samoa Joe walks over, he crashes and burns. And Samoa Joe does a familiar sign which rhymes with anchor. <laughs> it's weird. It's, I just think that's just, you don't usually do that when you do your walk away, do you? Then he grabbed him as, as um, Punk jumped off the apron in the kind of, um, my, you know, I'm holding your legs and he's going to do the... The pendulum thing, you know, to swing him into the barrier. In fact, he swings him into the announce table, but just under the announce table are all-in signs, so he crashes him through one of them. And either it's hard way or punk blades, but he comes out blooded. And it's kind of, oh, it sort of nullifies the end. You know, I was quite shocked by that. He's gone through the signs. And then to come out blooded, I just thought, well, that's just a... It's a, I mean, if it's not bladed, then of course I understand. But if it is hard way, then fair enough. But if he has bladed, it's a, you know, it's a wrestling trope then. And I didn't want that. Anyway, you've got a big atomic drop from Joe. Massive kick and sent on for a two count. Good chain wrestling from him. Pulls back with a leg drop. And a shock on his face after the kick out, which is nicely done, you know. Snaps spine buster. Very nice from Joe. A powerbomb to an STF is even nicer. Held on to it, wasn't going to get the pin from that. So went to the STF. But Punk came back with what looked like a super face buster. Maybe it's something, maybe he calls it something else, I don't know. But he gets the pin and seems to be enjoying himself. Good for him. Next we've got, and I've not seen AEW for a while, so we've got Bullet Club Gold versus. What's it the Bullet Club called? Yeah, it's Bullet Club Gold versus Bullet Club Elite. Isn't it? I thought it was Bullet Club Topaz or something. <sighs> Bullet Club really good. Something like that, anyway. The Bullet Club. So you've got to, Golden Elite is um, not Bullet Club. It's Bullet Club and Golden Elite, isn't it? Oh, I don't know. Yes, yeah, so you've got these two things. Bullet Club, Bronze, Golden Elite, Amethyst. Anyway, Bullet Club are... Um, Takeshito, who's not part of Bullet Club Gold, who are Juice Robinson and Jay White. That's one of the reasons why I want to watch it. Jay White and Takeshito as well. Unfortunately, they're devalued by having the Guns, Austin and Colton, as part of them on the outside. Yeah, and um, and Don Callis as, and they are facing the Golden Elite, which is Kota Ibushi, Kenny Omega, and Hangman Adam Page. I'd forgotten all about Adam Page. You know, when I saw, I had, when I saw, I just thought, Page. 
I was thinking of Cole and thought, Paige, who's Paige? Oh, yeah! <clears throat> so, it's great to have Ibushi here. Of course it is. And this was a really good match. It was a mess, but a, a beautiful mess. Early on, Robinson ping-ponged between Paige and Omega Chops. White slapped Ibushi. And then hit him with many forearm shots. Ibushi, Ibushi just put him down after that, which is great. It all breaks down. The ref is powerless, it seems, here. There's a massive Takeshita flying clothesline, a huge senton from Juice. The guns, of course, get involved on the outside. Paige hits a fallaway slam on White and then goes off the, off the, over the top onto Juice, then does it again and goes off over the top onto Juice, then goes over the top onto White. It's really well done. And, I, and that I had forgotten about, Paige. I feel very bad about that. Then we get some um, nice Ibushi kicks on, on Jay White, who takes a lot of abuse here. And a standing moonsault to Keshta and Omega hit stereo moonsaults to the outside. And then you've got to Keshta throwing White into Omega for a suplex. And then he rolls into Ibushi for another snap suplex for 2.999 recurring. Fabulous. Omega Snapdragon, of course, to Juice and to White. But then when he tries to do it on Takeshita, he's countered into a blue thunderbomb. And Takeshita is really getting that big rub here, and quite rightly so. There's a victory roll. This is a lovely, lovely segment. A victory roll from Omega into a shooting star press from Paige. A standing shooting star press on running, really. Into a splash off the top from Omega. That's all onto Juice. But Takeshita's still on the, on the top. So Juice jumps up and... It's a blockbuster, or rather Paige jumps up. It's a blockbuster on Takeshita, who kicks out. Beautiful. And then Takeshita, really lovely, jumping knee as Ibushi comes forward. Marvellous. Changes everything in mid-flight. Excellent. There's a lovely uh, lariat there from Paige. Of course, you know, he's, he's bookshot lariat. And uh, an Omega high knee to White. And then Juice and White again gives them to all of them. And your win was extraordinary and the crowd was silent because suddenly, after all this action, Takeshita's got his head on a swivel, rolls up Omega, Kenny Omega, for the pin. No wonder the crowd was silent. That was really well done. Really well done. That really piqued my interest because the first match was pretty good, but this one, fabulous. And I was really looking forward to FTR versus the books. And I wasn't as engaged with it as I thought I might. It warmed up, but it wasn't fabulous. I thought, you know, FTR had Brody and Bray armbands. It's a nice, classy touch, and quite right too. And were the books, who have always been Nike Nike boys, haven't they? Were, and Jordans and all that, weren't they wearing Adidas boots today? Anyway, or last night, should I say, there is a, a, a Nick Jackson spear on the outside, the Matt Corkscrew over the top, which is lovely. Huge Matt super kick to Cash Wheeler. Um, a Matt basement DDT is very nice. That was a snapper. Lovely. And Cash hits those suplexes and that huge clothesline. He's got such good work and it's got, it's so, I mean, and, um, and Cash as well, but particularly for me, Dax, just great, great work. He does it so well. There's a lovely moment where uh, Dax holds Nick you know, in a kind of bear hug position and then uses him by smacking him against the uh, ropes into a slingshot spine buster. That's fabulous, a great moment. And this is getting a little bit better. Then you've got a Dax 
um, Boston crab in the ring. So Cash thinks, I'll just do that on the apron. So he does it as well, which is very nice. FTR spiked pile driver type move. Nick kicks out. Then you've got the um, the books uh, super kicks, and then a stereo kick, which is lovely. I mean, the super kicks are fabulous. Such pep in those. The books then hit a spiked pile driver. Dax kicks out. They miss the um, the the uh, BTE trigger and clash knees. Then the FTR hit their own trigger, and it's called something else now. I always call it the big rig. There's a kick out and a big pop, because you'd expect that would be the end, wouldn't you? Cash misses a springboard 450. Then they hit the BTE trigger, do Young Bucks. Dax breaks it up with a scintilla of a heartbeat to go. And then they hit it again, and Cash kicks out. And there's a sudden big rig, or whatever you're calling it now, for the FTR win. And they keep the belts. It's shaping up nicely, this. Really good. It's nicely modulated. As much as you don't think when you've, you've fired all your big guns early, you don't feel that. You don't feel, well, I'm getting bored with this. Although I was a little bit in the early going of the tag team match. That could be just me. Sat on my sofa with a nice cup of tea. Yeah, not on a hard chair. Having spent loads of money to get down there and all that. I know I'm harping on, but I'm older now. Maybe that's what it's about. I like to go a few miles and sit with a few other people watching wrestling. That's what I like to do. Uh, where I can actually see the action, perhaps. But anyway, it is a great event. It's full, it looks fantastic, and I am looking forward to seeing the rest. On pay-per-view. From the comfort of my own home. Ta-ta.